This is Battle Tactics for Your Sexist Workplace. A podcast that knows, yes, your workplace is sexist and racist. <laughs> so I'm Eula Scott Bino. I'm Jeannie Yandel. And we're here with like news, you guys. Yeah, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're here to talk about how we're taking a bit of a break. Yeah, it's been um, a few years since Jeannie and I didn't um, wake up with BTSW on our mind mm-hmm. and of ways to uh, create a better workplace for all of the, our peers and our children coming into the workplace behind us and our elders who are guiding us in these spaces. Um, but we have uh, also been struggling in our own regular everyday lives, trying to keep up as women in workplaces mm-hmm. and as our society oh, keeps on playing us for fucking jokes. <laughs> Right? That's the only way I can describe it. Um, you know, the Roe versus Wade thing, I know, uh, took us to a place of, okay, we're going to get ready with the response. Mm-hmm. I would say that the most recent series of um, of mass murders, I don't know, what are they called? Terror? They're called mass shootings. Mass shootings. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And with the latest series of mass shootings, I would say that uh, I've told Jeannie that I'm really ready for um, silence for myself to kind of be quiet in the understanding that all of my words, uh, you know, obviously could not lead to the save saving all these lives. But I also am just kind of at a loss for words for what to say in response to a society that is so aggressively anti-women and people of color. I uh, have so much hope and I know everything, you know, begins and ends with a block party. So if you're capable of starting one, do it. Call me (laughs) if you want to hear my whole thesis on it, Um, you know, or write out to us. Speaking of writing to us, we got a letter that we wanted to discuss. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Uh, We actually got this back in March and we'll read it in a moment. But um, I actually wanted to say that, like, it feels like this break feels kind of natural for like how we've been trying to do the show since it became independent um Eula and I have had many conversations almost all over text because how else do you talk to anybody these days um (laughs) about the fact that like we can't make this show if we just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and um make sure that we stick to a regular release schedule and make sure that we're always working. Um, We allowed ourselves this whole time to stop when we needed to and take breaks when we needed to. Um, And I mean, I have like a text thread where I canceled an interview because I was having really bad fibromyalgia symptoms. And I can tell you that's something I never did. Um, for season one or season two of this podcast and it felt deeply empowering to say I feel too sick to do this today Um, and Eula and our senior producer Kyle I mean you two just like held me you were like yeah of course course. yeah and so I mean this moment feels like as you said it's time to be quiet Um, I remember texting with you after the leaked possible decision reversing Roe v. Wade, um, saying that states could make abortion illegal if they wanted to, basically. Um, And we were thinking about what an episode would sound like that would respond to that. Mm -hmm. And it was somewhere in the middle of that text conversation where I was like, you know what? There's not a single episode we could make. (laughs) that's going to change what that decision says. 
and as much as we wanted to be in community with everybody who listens to the show, I really started really interrogating whether or not that was the best place to spend my energy when it came to this kind of thing. I wish I could take a picture of you right now, Eula, <laughs> so people could see how you're reacting to that. What, what, what's in your head? I'm so full of hope always, Jeannie. I have this weird back and forth of like, oh yeah, there's nothing to say. And then I go, well, we have kids though. So like our kids can change everything. And then I go, oh my God, the weight on my child. And then I go, oh my God, there's no other option besides them doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, that's disheartening. It just feels like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm already clearly giving them uh, very little ozone layer. So it feels kind of fucked up to also be like, you got to figure out, you know, abortion all over again. And, uh, you know, mass shootings. Like, can you guys do all of that for us? Because we have to sit in silence for a while and reflect on what um, what our uh, what our words have equated to. Right. You're five and ten. Can you please deal with the fact that we let the assault weapons ban expire? Because we just need to be quiet right now. What are we doing? Listen, listen, I need you guys to figure out how to bring back some kind of, you know, sex ed training for kids. You know, I just need, I need us to figure out anti-bullying campaigns. Like, like, I mean, was that the 90s? I mean, can we go? Can we come? Can we, yeah, it just feels like it's time to just sit back and think. If I, I don't know if I have very many answers besides like, uh, it's not, it's just a good time to be active maybe and less conversational. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, it's going to be sitting down and then figuring out where to put my action, where to, yeah. where to move my feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, it's yeah. scary. Yeah. It is scary. And I think, you know, what Jeannie was saying to you guys about the idea of the timing of this is it allows for us to have the summer. And to really try to take advantage of the good weather. You know, we are from where, uh, where, what do they call it? Vampires go to hide? Yes. If you're familiar with the Northwest, it may be because the Twilight novels and films took place here because there's lots of cloud cover so that vampires don't often sparkle um, in the world of Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. No problem. No problem. So I'm hoping that like, as we uh, go out and we sparkle and we shine and the sun gets on us, we might actually feel some uplift and be able to return in the fall with some, um, with new energy. And, um, but we're not going to hold our breath for that because of how, um, unpredictable Mm -hmm. this world is right now. Mm -hmm. And, we're just very grateful it's not an election year, a major major presidential election year, so that we have the freedom to um, um, at least not think about that. Big news. Livingston just woke up from his nap and has walked into my living room where my child, Stella, is hanging out. So you may hear them in the background while Eula and I finish up. Just, Yeah. There are things happening all the time while we try and make this podcast. That's just the deal. Mm-hmm. We're really lucky to have each other. You know, and this show is going to, um, it's already done amazing work. And so we're not really worried at all about if we're doing the right thing for everyone because we know we already all have been. Yeah. And right now it's really important for us to do the right thing for us so that we can just stay grounded and not just um, uh, be the hamsters in the wheel that just keep talking talking That's talking because it. it's wild to think about how many new videos are on youtube every single day with new information about the texas um murders when like low-key don't tell me nothing else <laughs> 
don't tell me nothing else. I don't need nothing else to know. I don't need to know how those children felt. I can imagine. I've had lots of interviews that told me how kids felt. I actually don't need to know how the parents felt. I've heard lots of parent interviews in my life. I'm, um, yeah, I've been here since the nineties. I, uh, don't need to hear about, uh, the way guns or humans showed up for each other in those moments. I don't, I don't need, I don't know if I need to hear any of this stuff. Yeah. I feel like you and I, who both really like consuming lots of different media are really having a moment where we're like, I don't know if I want to consume anything else ever again. Do you want me to like, tell- really? Do you want me to tell you what I've watched this week? Please. I've watched uh, Super Buddies several times. And I've watched Cars 2. Yes. Which is the least based in reality yes. of the Cars movies. Yes, 100%. Which says a lot because it's Wait. a Cars movie. Right. Right. It's also a spy thriller. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. So those that is what I'm allowing myself to be engaged with. Yes. We are not watching short form television shows at all in my house anymore. It's only allowed to watch uh, PG yeah. movies, yeah. things that will take up at least an hour and a half of my engagement. Yeah. And I don't have to actually engage so much as uh, be aware of which puppy is on the screen at time. Yeah. You know what? That's the biggest problem I want this summer is to figure out which puppy is on the screen. That is the biggest, hardest problem I want to deal with this summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we're in America, so that won't no, be it. I know, I know. No, we have That's to pencil in happen. several rallies, which we should, which we should be excited about, actually. We should yeah. be excited about the rallies. We should be excited about the opportunities for action. We should all be excited about the opportunities for action yeah. as we, um, you know, as we walk into um, these these stupid, stupid times. Oh, God. But, stupid with a capital S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I want to talk about how I was stupid recently. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait, actually, I keep putting this off. But before you talk about how you were stupid recently, uh, I actually do want to like just list some of the ideas that we do have. Yeah. Because, you know, as you said, even if we don't get there after the summer, yeah. like there's still so many ideas mm-hmm, <laughs> of mm-hmm. episodes that we want to mm-hmm. make. We wanted to talk about the Crown Act. Yes. Right. Um, we've heard from a couple of people who work in construction and contracting who very badly want us to do a show about what's happening in those workplaces mm-hmm. for women and non-binary people. And yeah, we totally do too. We like have never even touched that. Totally. Those were like two of the ideas we had. Yeah, no, which yeah. I mean is somewhere I would love to go. Yeah. And we would love to talk to folks about um, mental health in the workplace because we are aware of how um, much mental health show, we all show up in our workplaces and our workplaces are the one place that really tends to hold us accountable and um and so we're trying to figure out how to bring that conversation into this space because um people struggle and um sometimes their jobs is the only place that can really you know keep control of things and rein things in and add and um elevate and play into and create pockets of accountability for um you know for so many people who just feel like uh they're is no point to their individual day-to-day yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and there was one more episode we talked with the brilliant journalist sarah jaffe who wrote this book called work won't love you back which the title alone is something that i would like to get tattooed on my forearm livy agrees with me i'm just gonna assume that he's jumping on my couch because he's agreeing with me yes yeah, Libby's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> but that's like, that feels like a central thing that Eula and I kept coming back to this season is like, you know, we love the podcast, but, you know, we can work our asses off with the podcast. And that doesn't mean the podcast is necessarily going to love us back. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's true with like literally every job. I mean, that's what working under capitalism is, um, which is why we're being really honest. One of many reasons we're being really honest about needing a break here. Um, the podcast isn't going to love us back, even though I feel like for me, the community around this podcast has shown me, certainly shown me love at times when I've really needed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that doesn't mean that it still doesn't mean we're like endless work machines. So that's it. And it's not like um, this relationship has many pockets to flourish right now. As uh, you know, we've managed to create a show about workplaces in a pandemic that has really taken away our workplaces. So, I mean, I'm impressed that we've been able to make it this far with uh, the amount of changes that we've been, um, you know, rolling with the punches of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At some point, not today. But at some point, we'll probably sit down and be like, wow, we actually did a whole lot. Right now, I just feel like I want to get back into bed for a while. But I think at some point, well, maybe we did. A, I know we did a whole lot, Jeannie. I know we did a whole lot. It's been two year, two wild years since yeah. this pandemic started. You know, they said, I mean, we know a million people have died. You know, uh, there are so many people whose deaths do not count in those numbers. Uh, the grief that we are all under, we're just really in a need for rest. You know, we're all going through this great metamorphosis and we have to cocoon ourselves just enough, yeah. you know, to come out of it. Yeah, truly able to fly because right now, man, mm. yeah, mm. it feels hard to crawl. That's it. Mm. That's it. So now we're going to talk about my blender. <laughs> I think now we're going to talk about your blender, Eula. Yeah. So we got an email. This was like back in March, but we got an email from a listener um, about an episode. I believe this was the episode that we did with uh, Andrew Walsh and Luke Burbank. Um, So Eula, do you want to read the email? I do. So it says, hi, thank you so much for the work you do on BTSW. I learned so much from you all and feel so uplifted by your podcast. On your most recent episode, the word obese, quote unquote, was used to describe someone. Mm -hmm. I wanted to note that most folks in larger bodies, myself included, view that term as a slur. In the large world, it's seen as a medical descriptor, but that's not the whole story. As a fat person, that term has been used to violently deny me and others access to medical care, among other things. It really took me out of the episode and stung to hear that word used on the podcast. I know the word was used in the context of talking about others' experiences, but I hope that in the future, BTSW can use something else. Plus size, folks in larger bodies, you know, what have you. A lot of fat activists are working on reclaiming the word fat, but that's a choice of each individual fat person to use as a descriptor. I know this is a loving community, so I just wanted to point that word out and hope that it spurs some dialogue and learning. I A really great activist I love in this space is at YR. F-A-T friend. So your fat friend without the O-U in, in your. Um, at your fat friend. And there are many others. Thank you. Mm. And I really wanted to thank the person who wrote in to say this because it's been on my mind. Jeannie will tell you that when we recorded this episode, I said like a week later, like, yo, I should not have used that word. And I know I shouldn't have used it. And I could feel... It's really interesting to understand bias and to really know the right language, but still stumble constantly over when to use the right words and if you're using them correctly. And in this moment, I really hear my mother coming out of me when I speak like that, when I use the idea of the terms that are meant to um, speak illy of someone's um, outward appearance based on size. Um, it's really ingrained in my family. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was somewhere and my brother pointed out how Livy was gaining weight. 
And Jeannie's face is so good because she's like, what do you mean? It's <laughs> growing? Yeah. So I didn't acknowledge it at all, actually. But there were other people in the room. Oh, you're so strong. You're so strong. Uh, there were other people in the space and they kind of looked just as shocked as I did. And I uh, turned to them and I said, oh, my family has, we struggle with weight and we struggle with discussing it and we have real bias towards it. And my brother didn't say anything because he probably has never thought about it. But also how weird to be talking about Livy's weight when he's like a 40 pound four year old um, who most people would say is skinny. So um, I struggle with that and I, I'm grateful for this writer writing in and pointing it out. I'm grateful to have the opportunity to share my own history with it. And I imagine, you know, the way the universe works or someone out there who's going like, yes, Shula, I too relate. Mm. Um, and I pray that I get to my own place in my own healing where I don't struggle with uh, the words that I know are the right ones. And I, uh, I've had a hiccup since then that I'm, th that I've been really losing sleep over. <laughs> But I, um, I keep having to remind myself that life is long and I have made plenty of blunders and I, you know, as long as I make them in the right places, then I'll be okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry. I really am. I, you know, I have people in my family I really want to apologize to when it comes to the words I use to describe weight. But, um, but health is really by far the most important thing that we can all strive towards and body weight has nothing to do with that like nothing another nice story one time my mom said to me she said you know you look people often think weight matters with how healthy people are but you are very unhealthy <laughs> so i don't know if that's a helpful word at all yeah i don't know if that's a helpful word at all either but my point is i know deep down right from wrong but it's really interesting what comes through me mm -hmm. and how much of it is generational Mm -hmm. Are you saying that you are learning and you're just going to make mistakes sometimes just like all of us? Oh, yeah. Because we all F up. Yes. We all F up. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to lose sleep over it. And I really, but not in the bad way. I think in the way that's good. It's yeah. a good, I, for me, I feel like, like the idea that someone wrote into about this when I already knew someone was going to write in about this right. makes me feel good about when I lost that sleep. Because otherwise, what was I losing that sleep for? For the idea that maybe I was the only person who saw how ignorant I was in that moment? No, it's visible. It's obvious. And I was right to be unsure about that statement. It was the wrong thing to do at the time. And um, I don't feel bad for making mistakes. I uh, I feel grateful for the opportunity to correct them. Yeah. I want to narrate what's happening. We have a beanbag in my living room. And Livy is doing his darndest to move it around our house. And Stella, my almost 10 year old, is <laughs> doing her darndest to keep things quiet. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. you both. So, actually, this email um, uh, mentioning at your fat friend, uh, the name of that activist is Aubrey Gordon, and she is half of a great podcast along with Michael Hobbs uh, called Maintenance Phase, which debunks all of the sort of traditional stuff that you would hear about health and wellness. Like they have a whole episode about BMI and how that's nonsense. You know, they look at different diets like paleo and keto and all this. It's, I love it so much. It's a really, it's a really wonderful listen. So, um, you know, if you are looking for something to listen to this summer and you haven't listened to maintenance phase yet, go find it. It's so good. 
you should be saying this to me. This yeah. should be directed at me. You it should are. be, you really should take some extra learning this summer with this. I think that's good. I think I okay. should take some extra learning with this. There are so many things that I should take some extra learning with because of how long I've been speaking as the expert versus sitting back and kind of like recognizing the places where I have faults. Mm. You know, I just, I mean, I can't tell you how many places, you know, truly. It's a trip getting, uh, you know, getting on a soapbox yeah. because when you're on it, there's so many people around you that are just uh, existing under it. Yeah. And um, I'm so happy to step down for a little while enough to think through what I've been saying and to try to go see, hear some other speakers. Yep. Oh, hello yeah. faces. Hi. And to watch our kids grab some potato chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I'm curious. I mean, you know, I hadn't thought about like how nice it'll be to not be the one talking. <laughs> for a change yes. to just be able to like maybe absorb some other stuff like yeah. i don't know do you have any recommendations for me i wasn't actually recommending right i wasn't actually recommending maintenance phase specifically for you but now i'm curious no, like I mean, I yeah well, do you have any i mean do you have any recommendations for stuff i should listen to I don't know, you know where my blind spots are you know where i fuck <laughs> up you know me well enough to know that stuff I don't know if you have any that oh, I would really, really nice. no, no. I mean, like you haven't had any big slip ups on the show. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, but, but I mean, I mean that <laughs> I, and I don't know if you've had anything where you've came back to me and you said, you just kept me up last week. I said something that I, you know, I shouldn't have said, mm. um, no, Jenny, I I think you should use you, you of all people deserve a real break. You know, oh I pray constantly that you get to like, you know, run away into the sunset and like get a whole, like, for real ass like escape escape i always think like janie's vacations are you know never longer than a week and like that's not fair um no Jeannie, i would just say have fun you know i can't say that any podcasts i've been enjoying any podcast besides the read lately the read is the one that i really feel like is the easiest for me just to um slip right on and really enjoy um and i enjoy uh oh you should get into real housewives this summer You really should, because Real Housewives, there's a podcast called Bitch Sesh, which is the worst name for a podcast, but it's also, it's a, you know, it's a terrible show to be, it's, I don't know, it's terrible, it's good terrible, you deserve some good terrible, Okay. like, you know what I mean? Jeannie, you guys, is like, is like, um, you know, as smart as, like, Elizabeth Warren, where you're just like, Elizabeth, you don't have to always be so aware of every issue, and she's like, no, but I do, I'm in my 70s, and it's like, but Jeannie, you're not in your 70s, and now is the time to, like, really get into Real Housewives and change your whole life path so that one day you, too, can be screaming at women on television. Um, yeah, I guess that's my only suggestion for you would be, mm. but what show? I love it. I feel like you would like Real Housewives of Atlanta okay. because you like Candy Burris. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good place to start. I don't know who that is. You know Candy from Escape? You, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And she had like, you know, a handful of, of singles. But my point is every other person, you wouldn't know not one of them. Oh. You wouldn't know a single person besides okay. Candy okay. on any show. Oh. Hold on. Let me think. Oh, so one of them funny. used to be married to Frasier. Okay. But but she's not there anymore, and this was decades ago. Okay. So okay, that's okay. the closest I got for you. That's fine. The group escape. Yeah. Fraser's ex-wife. Yeah. I'm sold. What's up? Where are your bubbles? Okay, so my ten-year-old, almost ten-year-old, mm-hmm. is asking for bubbles. So I think we might wrap this up. Yeah. So we can go find some bubbles. bubbles. I'm gonna watch some Real Housewives. Yeah. 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 And we're gonna like. Just take it, take it slow for a few months here. 
Yeah. And if anybody, and if anybody wants to send episodes for us to put on our feed in the meantime, yeah. that are places where you've seen our blind spots and you think people would really be, you know, uh, would value the conversation, feel free to send us recommendations, feel free to send us episodes. We would be happy to share our feed with folks who uh, maybe don't have as many listeners, but have, um, you know, valuable things to say. Absolutely. Um, I would say Code Switch is always a good place to go for episodes mm-hmm. of anything. Code Switch is a good show. We all know This American Life is good. Yep. Um, there's a great new show called The Antidote, which Jenna Hanchard's working on. Yes. And that's a very good one for, like, the world is terrible. Here's one good thing. Yes, I love that idea. And, um, you know, I would just say put on some music and dance. Yeah. Or just listen to the music in your head and dance, which I think is what Livy is doing right now. So, good for you, Livy. Okay. Should we go find some bubbles now? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So, we'll see you maybe in the fall but we'll we'll try and stay in touch no matter what and i guess everybody just please take care of yourselves and stay in touch we're always at btswpodcast at gmail.com it's really hard to be human beings right now so take care of yourselves speak to your neighbors speak to your neighbors ask them how they're doing stop by with things make too much of stuff on purpose like whenever you make banana bread make two loaves and just try to figure out someone to give them to and if you eat both loaves though it's okay if you eat both loaves because they were yours to begin with they were they were and it's not your fault they didn't answer you called them to deliver it and they didn't answer you all just heard something very specifically distinctly eula without knowing it you all know something very very clearly eula which is her relationship with banana bread and how she uses it to build community. Okay. All right. We're going to go find some bubbles now. We love you all. Take care. Have a good summer. Bye. Bye. Y'all saying bye? Do you guys want to come say bye? Bye. 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 Thank you. for your sexist workplace is an independent podcast our senior producer is kyle norris our production partner is studio 2b seattle this podcast was co-founded in partnership with kuow puget sound public radio and the university of washington we were inspired by the book feminist fight club by jessica bennett our music is by cassia gordon and our brand design is by tio you can find Teo on Instagram at T-E-O dot underscore Dora, which is spelled D-O-R-A. And huge, massive, bananas large. Yes. Big, big thanks to big, big. Phyllis Fletcher, Bree Ripley, Bethany Denton, and Dana Bialik. Thank you all so much. Absolutely. You can get in touch with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at BTSW Podcast or by emailing btswpodcast at gmail.com. And as long as you're at your computer or your phone, please take a moment to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. I would love to explain why this is so important. I don't understand why it's so important. I just know that it really increases visibility for our show when people are searching for something new on Apple Podcasts. So take a moment, write a review on Apple Podcasts, and then tell a friend about our show. Word of mouth is actually the biggest way our audience grows, which is extremely cool. 
Mm-hmm. And it's the biggest way the fight continues. All right, you guys. Keep fighting the good fight. Bye, everyone.